mean no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. So, uh, so I'm glad, like I said, to have you back in the in the driver's seat there, and uh, we are going to uh, have a very informative program this morning. Oh yeah, and, maybe a few uh, maybe a few fireworks here. I know I it's know not the Fourth of July, <laughs> but we may see skyrockets and yeah. Roman candles shooting over the sidelines, like Bill Ford once said all those years ago when the Lions were out coached in a football yeah. game. Uh, you know the, the I'm ready for some football today. Are you? Oh yeah, I'm always ready for some Michigan football. Oh yeah, it, it ought to be some. Uh, some well, I got real. my Michigan hat on, so and Derek has his uh, Michigan uh, knit uh, ski cap on. Yeah, I got my <laughs> Detroit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I got my Detroit hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the but uh, the 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 real fireworks. Yeah. Uh, happened yesterday. Oh yeah, they did with, in space uh, with huh? the gaveling out. I mean, that was just uh, just ignorant that uh, mm-hmm. that we could uh, allow a kangaroo court to operate within this great country. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I mean, yeah. it is a kangaroo court. This is no different, in my estimation, than uh, than the uh, the the night riders in mm-hmm. the south. Or the Stalinist show trials of the yeah. 1930s. Yeah. You know. Same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. what they do is they, <clears throat> they, they, they curtail the most important right that we have. Mm-hmm. And that is the, the, the right to freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And this freedom of speech amendment that we have in our Constitution. Yeah. Not amendment, but the original uh the First Amendment. First Amendment. Yeah. I mean, this—if if you if you yeah. can't speak freely, mm-hmm. if you're afraid to speak or threatened yeah. by a power that is designated by the government, mm-hmm. you you have no rights. Yeah. And if you don't know your rights, you know we uh, we've heard that saying: if you don't know your rights, you don't have any. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you can't project your rights and protect your rights mm-hmm. you have no rights no. and this is oh. what happened yesterday with with uh, the congressman Stefanik. Yeah, Stefanik, at least Stefanik. i'm telling yeah. you that woman i sat down yesterday and i watched the afternoon session yeah. this is the first time i really had a chance to watch this in the uh since they started on uh, <clears throat> on wednesday but uh, i was really impressed with her because she is she's a uh a pit bull okay she is she's 
when she zeroes in on something, you know, a dog will, you know, when he zeroes in on your bone yeah. and you try to take it away from him. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, she, she just glommed onto it and held, and held her ground. Yeah. And even when Schiff was interrupting her, when she tried to, because uh, Nunez had wanted to yield his time immediately to her, and she started to speak, and then down comes a gavel, down comes a gavel, down comes a gavel. Not recognized, not recognized. It reminded me of Maxine Waters. Yeah. Uh, reclaiming my time, reclaiming yeah. my time, yeah. at yeah. 45, reclaiming yeah. my time. You know, this... Well, this, the, the thing uh, is that... Well, the whole thing is spiraling out of control anyway, and this is even after, not even after one day. Yeah, but, you know, <coughs> you, you, you know the, uh, the thing yeah. is that there is a, a, a distinct difference in mm-hmm. the way the Democrats run the House and the way Republicans are. The, the Republicans t- uh, tr- tried to go through the right protocol mm-hmm. that has been laid down for years. In the three previous uh, impeachments, yeah. Well, yeah. not only impeachments, but just the way they run the the House. Mm-hmm. When, when, when uh, Paul Ryan and... Yeah. Bonehead Boehner mm-hmm. and Denny uh, Hastert ran the house. Yeah. They they did not just run roughshod over the minority. No, they allowed not. them to participate, and they did not just cut people off. Now they didn't. tell them that you can't speak or do things in secret. Now, if you were being unruly, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. You know, where you're disruptive, like like in the Kavanaugh hearings. Yeah. You know, where the, uh, what's it, uh, uh, Spartacus and yeah. Kamala Harris, you know, they right off, right off the bat, they, they, they tried to, you know, uh, throw a monkey wrench into the things and, uh, and uh, Grassley wouldn't have any of it. Yeah. And the, the, uh, the other thing is that during all mm-hmm. of the time that, that I've watched in my adult life, I've yeah. watched the hearings. I've never seen uh, so much evidence uh, put presented in a one-sided basis. Mm-hmm. And Shift has—I mean, he's got the right name. He's—he's he's a oh, shifty yeah. character. He sure is. And and this is uh, this is unacceptable. <clears throat> and if we allow this, they what they're trying to do is railroad uh, a president out of office. Not on evidence of wrongdoing, no, but on a Opinions, political yeah. a, a <clears throat> political bias yeah. against him because they started from the day that this man announced yeah. that he was running, they started a a, a character assassination of yeah. uh, uh, coup on this man, right? And and, and and they and they made no bones about it. Yeah. Okay, uh, you know they uh, you look at the well, the Washington Post uh, op ed. 19 minutes after the, uh, on January 20th of uh, 2017, the, the uh, Wall Street Journal ran an op-ed saying the, uh, the campaign to remove Trump has now begun. And then uh, 10 days later, this lawyer yeah. follows it up with a, uh, with a tweet, the coup has begun, impeachment yeah. to follow. And then uh, in a subsequent tweet, he names one of the key conspirators, CNN, CNN yeah. will play a key role in this. Now, wait a second. If Hillary Clinton had been up there, had been sworn in as president, and say the uh, Wall Street Journal 
or uh, had uh, published the same type of op-ed or, uh, or Fox News or uh, 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 what the heck. Uh, Judge, Judge yeah, Report. Yeah, Judge Report had yeah. put the, the coup has begun yeah. and Fox News is going to be a key, play a key role in this. What do you think the... What do you think the reaction would be? Oh, I mean, it would. Be, I mean, my it, lord, it, it would be people uh, would be out in the streets with pitchforks and torches. It would be you know. a scorched earth, mm -hmm. earth policy scorched earth that policy. it is now. This but, is what this is what. Uh, but the only thing is that yeah. they they have managed to wrestle mm -hmm. away a, 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 a portion of the government, a yeah. third of the government. Yeah, and. And now they are running it like they continually say about President Trump, like yeah. a drug lord or a a the crime a family. Crime yeah. family is running. Yeah. That's how they run in the house. With when secret. the real crime family is the Bidens. Yes, exactly right. And 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 you know what? And you know what? What what really struck me? And I knew this was and <laughs> I I I knew this almost before uh, even before the, these these three uh, witnesses so-called witnesses. They're not witnesses because they didn't hear firsthand. They weren't on the phone call or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, uh, Yovanovitch didn't know anything about, uh, you know, the aid being uh, delayed, yeah. not withheld, yeah. but delayed. Uh, and it went through. Yeah. What did Obama give, uh, give Ukraine gave when, when, they, when they were attacked by the, uh, you know, by the Russians? He gave them blankets, blankets. With, uh, with smallpox on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what's gotten these people so mad, is yeah. that Trump actually followed through on giving lethal and, military and, and, aid to, and, the, to the Ukrainians. And what you say just now is, mm -hmm. is key to it. He followed mm -hmm. through on his promise. Promises made, promises kept. And, and this is why the Democrats are running scared that this man would be reelected because yeah. after all of the obstruction, mm -hmm. all of the delays, mm -hmm. all of... The, of, oh, of yeah. the Republican Party just as well as the Democrats. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a stonewalling going on from the Republican yeah. Party. Yeah. And the proof of that is his, his, uh, his uh, ambassador, uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki, Haley. Nikki Haley, blew the whistle on, 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 on the... Uh, on Mattis and um, um, the, the, the Kelly. 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 And uh, the... The the guy f uh, from uh, was it uh, what the, the construction uh, not the construction but the what wasn't it uh, what's his name I <laughs> the guy with the blonde hair um, gray hair the one that was he was the secretary of state uh, oh T uh, Tillerson uh, Tillerson Rex Tillerson yeah you've had you've had a few secretaries yeah, of state yeah you know Th this guy. And 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 uh, his chief of staff mm -hmm. were up actively obstructing the president of the United States, and then then the news media makes it out like this guy, uh, the mm -hmm. the president of the United States, wasn't qualified to be there, and so it goes back to what. Hillary did the day after the election. Mm -hmm. She started this scorched earth campaign of he's not fit for the presidency. Mm -hmm. He's not fit. And how many people joined in on that course? And then they brought out all kind of stuff that they had been holding back for 20 years mm -hmm. almost. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, of, of uh, things that had absolutely nothing to do with what his value as the president was. Yeah, and, and the thing is, before he came down that escalator, you know, and declared his candidacy for president in 2015, we never heard anything about him being a racist, being a misogynist, no. being uh, uh, homophobic. Yeah. We never heard anything about that. And, and we never heard one person defend him. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. Not one Republican came up and defended him yeah. like John McCain did with Obama. Obama, yeah. Like uh, uh, Mitt Romney did with Obama. Like yeah. every Republican and, and and George Bush and see this look is, how look yeah. how look how 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 uh, George Bush uh, rehabilitated the image of Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it it's it's crazy. And and, and not <clears throat> one Republican came out and said, "What evidence do you present to say that this man is a racist?" Far as I'm concerned, that is the nastiest, dirtiest, mm-hmm. most filthy word that you can call a person that represents this country. Yeah, or rapist, you know, that too. But, uh, you know, and, and that, uh, that, that brings me back to what I was uh, going to say earlier, is that not, um, uh, what's his name, not Taylor, not Kent, yeah. Not uh, not Yovanovitch. When they were asked point blank, did you see any evidence of an impeachable offense that was committed by this president, uh, bribery or anything else? Uh, no. Yeah. So that was, and so that's it. So then, why are we here? Yeah. Why in the world are we spending all this time, wasting all this time, wasting all this money, wasting all this effort? When all this is over, Phil, and I told you this 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 before uh, before the program. When this is over, I want to see everyone and anyone in a position of, of, of power in government, Pelosi, Schiff, um, Nadler, whoever, who's been slandering and lying about this man, in the, uh, this, this president, I want to see them handed a bill for all the money that has been wasted. You want to, they want to talk about wealth confiscation? Let's confiscate their wealth. Let's yeah. get rid. Let's 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 clean Nancy Pelosi out. She's worth 140 million dollars. Yeah. This whole thing at least easy costs 140 million. Well, let's let's. We but, don't know. We're not going to know what the price tag is. And then you get these people out of Congress, get them out of power, and get them where they belong behind bars. Well, then that is uh, where we have got to start today. This this generation. Yeah. You're, you're in my generation. Uh-huh. We have got to understand <laughs> yep. that that uh, that there is an enemy within, and this is a this is a coup that yeah. has been running ever since they they uh, uh, this man was elected president. Mm-hmm. And what they've done is they've gone from one strategy to another yeah. in order to to first of all assassinate this man's character, mm-hmm. and 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 the way they've done it. It, they started with the intelligence agencies in this country. Yeah. Starting with that, in my estimation, turncoat, Brennan and Clapper. Yeah. These two guys. And, 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 and uh, there's no doubt in my mind that before anything can be done in terms of, of looking toward the legislative they branch. They have to pay. These guys are appointed. 
Mm-hmm. These guys were appointed and 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 have been, uh, uh, in my estimation, <laughs> an enemy of the state mm-hmm. because of the fact that they have done things that are illegal. Yep. In terms of the CIA running operations in this country, mm-hmm. in 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 form of the CIA using the awesome power of the the intelligence agencies yeah. to 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 spy on American citizens, mm-hmm. not only American citizens, but the top law officer in this country, the president, president of the United States. States. And uh, who was the one who was the most notorious on masker in the uh, Obama administration? Uh, Susan, Susan Rice. Rice exactly. Susan Rice. This woman has to be held to account. Yeah. All these all these people who do all, who these. Career politicians get involved in this stuff. They get up in their eyeballs and all this stuff. And when they get when they get caught, you know, if if they're Republicans, you know, you're out of there, okay? Yeah. And uh, you take your chances with the legal system. But if it's a Democrat, oh no, no, yeah. you know, Well, that's why I say it is. Well, it? and and like we were talking about Talib earlier. Yeah. Now she's under all kinds of investigation now by uh, for ethics violations. What do you think's really going to happen to her? Not a thing. Not a thing. And she's going to be in there again. Uh, next November. Well, that's what we need to concentrate on. We need to, and so is Omar and yeah. all the other members of this squad. You know, the four horsewomen yeah. of the apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, you know, we are behind <laughs> the microphone, so mm-hmm. we don't. You know, we you know we can't get involved in the political end of this thing, but we sure can bring out the information. Yeah, we sure can. And, 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 that's... and one of the most important pieces of information mm-hmm. is that the opposition to Tlaib. We need to give that person as much support as we can. Now, yeah, Duden Hop- Hopper. I'd like is, to. I'd like to. I'd like to hear him what well, he has to say. He, yeah, he's he's called in, and um, well, I'd like know. to hear. Well, if you're out there, listen. <laughs> if you're out there, Mister Dudenhofer, please, you know, give us a call eight two two sixteen hundred. The lines are wide open right yeah. now. And and so the thing is that what we have to do is mm-hmm. we've got to because like I I I uh, looked. Um, you know, up some of the things about uh, uh, Tlaib, and mm-hmm. she's sitting on a very, very formidable war, war chest. chest. Yeah. yeah, well, and and we're and you know, and about uh, about a million three hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. that's what she admits to. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now, okay, now she's in the thirteenth district. Okay, uh, I don't think people in the thirteenth district are exactly rolling in dough, wallowing in cash. Yeah, you know, so. Um, Chances are pretty good that a lot of this is coming in from out of state. Yeah, you know, and, and offshore. And offshore, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure Care is probably, uh, you know, uh, yeah. donating. Um, you know, uh, some of these other Muslim groups, I'm sure, are probably donating to her, as well as you know the usual suspects in the Democrat Party. Well, the <laughs> thing is that uh, that it's still it needs to be uh, a concentrated effort mm-hmm. for no other reason. Yeah. Then to, in, in my estimation, she's an absolute embarrassment with that potty mouth. Oh, I know. And and, and, and things like that. And and, uh, and she says this stuff in front of her kid. Yeah. She uses that kind of language in front of her kid. She had her mouth out. What ought to happen to her is what happened to us when we were kids. Yeah. We said a bad word. What happens? Get ready for that ivory or that knife <laughs> boy or that dial. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that, you know, the, 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 the taste of soap tends to but what, stay with you for a while. <laughs> but one thing is very apparent is yeah. that uh, even in a, in a uh, small town, mm-hmm. uh, the 
news media mm-hmm. has uh, obviously taken a taken sides on it because we've we've uh, been up against this news media here. Oh yeah, they will not do anything in terms of, of, yeah. of fair reporting. Yeah, and uh, and and it, and and what they do report has a devastating effect. So what has to happen is mm-hmm. it has to be a grassroots. Uh, I know. Foot pounding campaign to help these Republican candidates uh, ascend to the top, mm-hmm. because the one thing—oh, a musical interlude here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the one thing that uh, that that is apparent that that uh, a little bit of publicity mm-hmm. goes a long way in political uh, uh, in the political arena. Yeah. And so what we've got to do is we've got to get get it mobilized like like uh, in the in the days when when uh, when we first started the tea parties and things yeah. like that before the news media got in there and really defamed the tea party. Mm-hmm. They did a job on us. And oh yeah, we have got to understand uh-huh. that these people have have chosen sides, and they are. When, and I even heard a, a, a an announcer on one of those those cable networks say that they were a part of the resistance. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying, my goodness, what, you know, these people well, ought to be put off the air. Well, didn't the Washington Post uh, didn't they uh, write a uh, or didn't their uh, didn't Bezos himself say that uh, we have to jettison objectivity when it comes to this president? Yeah, yeah. Said, yeah. You know, this, this is the kind of stuff that that uh, that we, you know, is really formidable because yeah. the thing is that you cannot uh, 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 mount any type of an offense mm-hmm. when uh, one third of the the, uh, the 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 point of which you bring mm-hmm. information to people yeah. is is determined to take one side of the issue. Yeah, and so you're always going to get. Bias, and the the other thing is that uh, we we may have made a mistake in allowing so much participation of uh, of the union element mm-hmm. in our schools and things like that. Oh yeah, because there is no opposition. No, uh, it, it, to to the the uh, the kind of rhetoric that that uh, everybody says is abrasive. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is they they say that President Trump when he tweets is uh you know is in you know is you know not very aware of the 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 hurt that he can cause people like this woman uh this oh this yeah Ivanovich. I now I heard she cried in the closed door testimony yeah. I, she looked like she was on the verge of tears yesterday yeah. And that one guy, uh, yeah. What the heck was that one guy? How did that make you feel? Yeah. Well, I was a, I was appalled. I was devastated, and all that type of thing. And right, you know what, time, ma'am? You're right not, you're not entitled to your position. Okay. Yeah. You don't get to make foreign policy. Your job is to carry it out. That's right. The president of the United States makes a foreign policy around yeah. here. You know, not a bunch of career bureaucrats that have been. Uh, you know, in their jobs for what the what she, 30, 33 years in her case. Yeah. Wait a minute. 33 years. 
And what happens? You've wasted half your life, man. The, yeah. You know, you could get out there and do something else with your life. Do something productive. Yeah. Okay. Contribute something to society instead of being a, uh, you know, being on the on the government payroll all your life. Yeah. And and yesterday when uh, I wouldn't when, want to when, be in one thing when, when the president defended himself mm-hmm. because he's not allowed. They're not allowed to mount any kind of defense. No. No. In the. Uh, in and the, then Schiff reads the in, tweet in the to hearing. her. Yeah. She, and she he, would, and, and Mark Levin was right. She would never even have known no, about it. Exactly right. Yeah. Not until um, not until at least she got out of there and, yeah, the hearing, and, yeah. and, and, and had access. The, the morning to, session, yeah. 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 But the thing is that he has to defend himself. I said this over and over. There are so many. He's not people. entitled to defense. Remember, yeah. just like Hillary yeah. Clinton said, uh, uh, Richard Nixon wasn't in, wasn't entitled, entitled to, to legal to representation yes. in water yes. during Watergate. Yeah, and but even even Watergate was nowhere near as no. bad as what's going on now. No. And 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 what I mean is, well, I hear by the. Oh, we uh, can pick that up at the on uh, the other side. So yeah, uh, yeah give us a call 822-1600, and uh, we'll, we're uh, we're eagerly waiting for your uh, to hear from you. You're listening to the Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored. The United States Constitution was not written for everyone. In 1787, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a delegation of literate, patriotic men endowed with a reverence for a Judeo-Christian God convened a constitution convention for the purpose of ratifying a constitution for a fledgling nation called the United States. One of the notable ratifiers was Dr. Benjamin Franklin, a founding father who after ratification was approached by a Mrs. Powell, who inquired of him, Sir, what have we got, a republic or a monarchy? To her inquiry, Dr. Franklin succinctly replied, a republic if you can keep it. My commentary heading, the United States Constitution was not written for everyone, may disappoint, shock, and surprise people who believe the Constitution applies to everyone without exceptions. But this is a misconception. The United States Constitution, a unique, one-of-a-kind document, was written for legal citizens dedicated to defending national independence, security, sovereignty, and survival. The Constitution was not written for illegal immigrants, open borders, flag burners, and subversives who disparage and disrespect the Pledge of Allegiance and National Anthem. The Constitution was not written for race mongers, pigmentation politics, slavery, class warfare, or liberalism. The Constitution was not written for political correctness or people who murder babies by abortion and sell their body parts. The Constitution was not written for gender-confused people who attacked businesses like bakeries and florists and Christian organizations, demanding they abandon their beliefs and endorse gender abnormalities, and if they refuse, accuse them of Constitution violations. 
However, the Constitution was written for enshrinement of laws that protect legal citizens from malicious injustices. Therefore, the words of Dr. Franklin are as significant today as they were in 1787 because anti-constitutionalists are committed to nullifying the Constitution as written and retrofit it into what they call a living and breathing document open to arbitrary changes where fascist fiats would become the laws of the land. And should such a document materialize, keep the United States as a republic would be impossible because without the Constitution, restrictions against communistic, socialized democracy would not prevail. American patriots should honor and praise the Constitution ratifies its men of sane minds, innocent of totalitarian derangements, with authorized powers to write words and judicial edicts as they desired. But they judiciously framed specific laws to protect the nation from insurrectionists and tyrannical dictators. And, except for legitimate amendments, words not included are unconstitutional. The Constitution was written by and for legal citizens to be governed by constitutional integrity and not mob rules. And if we the people wish to keep the nation as a republic, we must embrace the wisdom of Dr. Franklin and proudly rectify truth without guilt or shame, knowing that the United States Constitution was not written for everyone. I am milk. Logically speaking, other senses saying, think about it. And I am proud to be an American. And that oh, was, that was great. I'm that was you. terrific. Milt, Milt Harris has hit it a home run again. Yeah. And I know we're in football season. Yeah. <laughs> the home run ball. That's what Van Patrick used to call it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, listening to that, uh, remarkably similar to what I was going to say here. And, you know, this, in light of this impeachment nonsense, okay, people call it a clown show and all that. Mm -hmm. Well, a clown show is supposed to be entertaining. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But this is anything but But entertaining. This is not funny. This is scary. This is scary stuff because this is the first time really that a coup has actually been uncovered. I mean, I think they back back, there wasn't uh, one of the uh, conversation back after Kennedy was assassinated was that that the uh, CIA was planning a coup or something like that. But anyway. And and, and real quick, (laughs) uh, there was Mm -hmm. action on on the uh, CIA yeah. by the Kennedy, select yeah. committee on uh, on assassination yeah uh, but what they did was they bought off mm-hmm. the black proponent with the with Martin Luther King's mm-hmm. birthday holiday yeah. and 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 never got to what really the uh, the meats uh, of that yeah. should have been if that are there was some connection between the, the intelligence agency in this country yeah. and Martin Luther King's death mm-hmm. and President Kennedy's death. Yeah. And there was an admission to the fact that there was a fire team following Martin Luther King. Mm. Mm. That, that You know, and this kind of stuff uh, got played down by the 
by the emphasis being put on making yeah. Martin Luther King's birthday a holiday. Yeah. And, and and so this is why I, I, I get so angry because the Democrats play the black population in this country like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. They get what they want while these uh, the people that have done the most harm to the black community gets away with playing yep. them and making sure that they continue to stay on the plantation. Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, uh, you know, you're looking at, uh, there's this now this uh, uh, movement. It's called Blexit, uh, Black yeah. Exit from the Democrat yeah. Party. And I, I, I'm hearing good things about that. The only thing is I'm just hoping it continues and that, that uh, Trump right now, that he gets, that he does get continued uh, increased support from, you know, the uh, you know, from, from black Americans because a lot of them, thankfully, are finally starting to wake up. Uh, some of the, uh, in fact, some of the older folks are starting to wake up a little bit and, uh, and, and get out of the Democrat Party because they've known, they, they can see, or they've seen for years, decades, in fact, that all these promises that, that the Democrats have made, they have not fulfilled. They haven't lifted anybody out of poverty. In fact, uh, well, they've, they've kept, uh, kept oh, people in poverty. Oh, they've but, kept people in but poverty. It, but but, you know. but the, there's no better example of this year's election yeah. cycle uh, where it started out with uh, reparations being <laughs> the uh, the key to um, whoever was uh-huh. could, could put away the, the, uh, yeah. the fallacy yeah. of, of reparations and put that in... Uh, you see, it's at the bottom of the list of anything. Yeah. You know, so what they were trying to do is tell you that that uh, black issues would be yeah. the priority of the Democratic mm-hmm. Party. Well, you see where the priority has gone. To. Illegal aliens. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Illegal right. aliens. Yeah. But anyway, what you know, getting back to Mill's comment, that was great leading. And it, yep. it, it, it reminded me of, you know, and some of the stuff I was listening to or uh, some of the points I want to make with the following uh Following a commentary here, it's, I call it what's really at stake in 2020. Uh, now, when Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence in 1776, he proposed a most radical idea for his time, that mankind was endowed by his creator with certain unalienable, unalienable rights, meaning that these rights, which include life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, are God-given and cannot be taken away. Uh, further, he declared that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. This means that it is we, the people, who are in charge. You guys work for us. And as Jefferson noted, when that government or any government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute new government, laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as shall seem to them most likely to affect affect their safety and happiness. Now, as I noted, the ideas set forth in the Declaration were indeed radical for Jefferson's time. Not only did they unite the American colonies in their fight for independence from the greatest economic and military power the world had ever seen, for the first time, they advanced the idea that a people could govern itself free from kings, protectors, or dictators. And in 1787, when many of those same men who pledged their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor met to institute the new government of which Jefferson wrote, they produced arguably the greatest document in the history of the world, second only to the Bible itself, the Constitution of the United States. Now, while the Declaration was the founding document of the new nation, it is the Constitution that is our governing document, enshrining those rights to which Jefferson referred into American law. It was and remains a masterpiece of how government relates to the people it is meant to serve. Look at the preamble, for instance. It lists six crucial reasons to justify this new form of government, to wit, to form a more perfect union, establish justice, 
ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and perhaps most important, secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. This is a brilliant, concise demonstration of the genius of the men who met in Philadelphia that spring and summer of 1787 and forged an entirely new form of government, a constitutionally limited republic. But as brilliant as, brilliant as this was, more was needed and the framers did not disappoint. The result? A document that enumerates 18 powers reserved to the federal government. A bill of rights which guarantees freedom of speech, religion, and association the right to self-defense, protection against unreasonable searches and seizures, a judicial, a judicial system in which the defendants can confront the witnesses against them and be presumed innocent until proven guilty. Sound familiar? Safeguards against self-incrimination, the right to just compensation for property taken for government use, and that any rights not specifically reserved to the federal government belong to the states and the people, and so much more. But it is the form of the new government which would take, which was probably the most crucial and far-reaching result of the framers' efforts, as we as follows in Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution. Quote, the United States shall guarantee to each state in this union a republican form of government and shall protect each from invasion and an application of the legislature or of the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. But as brilliant as the founders were in, were in crafting an amazing document befitting an amazing nation, their efforts did not come without a warning, one which remains just as true now as it did in September, as it was in September of 1787, as Milt uh, alluded in his or stated in his uh, in his commentary. When the Constitutional Convention adjourned, Benjamin Franklin was asked what kind of government had been given us, Doctor Franklin. His answer was short, direct, and sobering: "A republic, madam." Franklin replied, "If you can keep it." Now, these are words that every American should take to heart because they go to the very core of the crisis we face today, more than 230 years after the framers convened in Philadelphia. For unless we are careful, unless we are vigilant, unless we make the right choices in the next few months, we will find ourselves in grave, in grave danger of losing the very thing that is guaranteed the rights of every single one of us and with no telling when or if we will ever get it back. Now, Phil, we find ourselves now less than a year away from the most important uh, consequential election in modern times, perhaps the most consequential election since the founding of the republic. No less is at stake than the very direction this nation will take beyond 2020, and it concerns everything the founders and the framers handed down to us, first in the Declaration and later on in the Constitution. The American experiment of self-government is about to be tested in a way not seen in recent memory, and if it fails, we will pay dearly for our foolishness. While American institutions have been tested in the past, what we are witnessing now makes what came before pale in comparison. Capitalism is under assault. Socialism is on the rise. Freedom of speech is routinely de denied seemingly everywhere from college campuses to social media platforms. Religious freedoms attacked. Our borders are under siege from leftist politicians and advocates for illegal aliens. Instead of receiving a sound education that prepares them for life after school, elementary, high school, and college students are taught every day that their country is irretrievably racist, sexist, unfair, homophobic, oppressive, and misogynistic, and on and on. Now to wrap it up, on October 27, 1964, Ronald Reagan warned that freedom is never more than one generation from extinction. He added, if we lose liberty in America, we have nowhere to escape to. This is our last stand. But even more chillingly, he warned that we can either pass freedom on to our children or to sentence them to take that last step into a thousand years of darkness. This, then, my friends, is our choice on November 8, 2020. 
to stop the left dead in its tracks and reclaim our freedoms or abandon the American experiment in self-government and forfeit for all time our freedom and liberty. What choice will you make, America? Well, you know, that, that is uh, uh, such a, a good way to, to, uh, to end out this hour mm -hmm. because the, the thing is that <clears throat> the point that you made about uh, we have the ability and the expectation if this government gets out of hand mm -hmm. that we should destroy or abolish it. That's what Alter it or abolish it, yeah. yeah. Now, the thing is that the Democrats don't want to abolish or uh, destroy this government because they want to control yeah. the government so they can control the people. And, 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 and everything turns to it. Yeah. The new Green Deal. Medicare you know, for all. Medicare for all. I was saying that last oh, week. Oh, you know, the 180 oh. million people get their insurance through the private market. Right. If that goes away. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Why wouldn't this tells you that what they want to do is, yeah. is destroy the, the people's liberty mm -hmm. in this country by putting Medicare uh, for all as a thing. Why wouldn't you say, well, let's make uh, the free market available to all yeah. and have the government take those people that don't have insurance and pay the free market, but let the free market continue, not control that market. Yeah. Let, them, let them control uh -huh. and make the rules and stuff like that right. with the sanction of government, mm -hmm. and I guarantee you that it would shore up the private sector mm -hmm. instead of destroying it like they want to do. Yeah. No. So this is this this tells you that the Democrat Party is about destroying liberty in this country. Oh yeah, because yeah. they want, and then the New Green Deal is more the same. Well, slavery. Uh, let's get to slavery uh, was destroyed about destroying liberty. Yeah, let's get to uh, this this call because we're running up on the yeah, we're running up on the clock here, and we're going to go to the lines and hit Ed from Atlanta. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ed. What do you Ed. say about? It? Good morning, guys. Yeah, hey, uh, I'll be in a position where I'll be listening, but I won't be able to call. So I know it's a little bit off topic right now, but it's certainly on topic for mm -hmm. the Abolitionist Roundtable. Yeah. yeah, went to see the movie Harriet this week. Took okay, Harriet Tubman. Okay. Awesome movie, right. just absolutely awesome, incredible movie. It just it just blew me away. It's it's God centeredness, wow. it's freedom centeredness, it's it's uh, humanity centeredness. The 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 music was great. The the directing was great. The acting I've never seen these actors before. Yeah. One guy looked a little like Morgan Freeman, but uh -huh. you know, hey, maybe that's my racism showing. <laughs> but you know, I actually told a young lady who I work with. Her name is Indy. Iniolua, she's from Nigeria, mm -hmm. and uh, she's a Christian, and, and we're friends. And I told her, I said, when I watch this girl play Harriet, I was reminded of you. And she says, we're both from Nigeria. We both look the same. You're yeah. not being ah. racist. <laughs> uh, how about uh, No Safe Spaces? Are you planning to see that? What again, again? I'm sorry. Uh, no Safe Spaces, the uh, documentary with uh, Dennis Prager and uh, uh, Adam Carolla. Yeah. No, I haven't I haven't heard of it. Oh, I don't know why not. Yep. Nope. You... You you don't listen to Dennis Prager? <laughs> uh, different station. You know how it goes. Yeah, I know. Actually, uh, I cheat and listen to Prager once in a while. Yeah. but I have to work for a living. Uh -huh. you know, so. Oh, so do I. You know, <laughs> so it, uh, you know, so my schedule allows me to to uh, pick him up on certain days of the week. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, 
they've been working on this for, uh, for the last year or so. It's basically oh, I've seen promos with Corolla on on yeah. Fox. Yeah, regarding it, yeah, that's so, the one. So you, okay, you know, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, you know what it's about, but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it's it's about two hours, I guess. But <laughs> well, you know the thing about about Harriet. I mean, the thing is that that what she said was so poignant and so uh, applied so much to yeah. the day. When when she said that uh, she freed a lot of slaves, she could have freed a lot more if they knew they, if were, they, slaves, knew they yeah. were slaves. Well, it's the same thing going on right now. Uh, we yeah, Candace people. Owens is trying to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but we have people that are, 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 are slaves to the Democrat Party, mm-hmm. not just black people, but the people that that inhabit the the, the union movement. Oh yeah, I know. And, and they have to understand that some at some point in your life, you have to question the authority. But why question the authority of people that want to allow you to have? freedom to make the choices and not lock yourself into somebody that says you have to do what we say for the next rest of your life. And you, and, well, and, and you know, guys, that's where, uh, uh, when Kanye West uh, made that remark about, uh, you know, you've, you're, you, you've been uh, on these, on public assistance now for three or four generations. That's a slavery of the mind. Exactly that's upstairs. Right. Yeah. So that is Pretty a real, good. that's a so real did problem. They, did they capture that, uh, that, that point of, uh, <laughs> People being voluntarily in servitude. Yep, and that's where the phrase "get off the plantation." I mean, they didn't use it in that in that no. movie, but yeah, it's a it's a phrase that uh, echoes today. Get off the plantation, yeah. be free. Oh, I and know. And then says the concept, you know, live free or die. She yeah. says that repeatedly. I will I will die before I will live a slave. Yeah, and uh, and she proves that. And you know, the personal courage, the things I didn't know about her that I learned in this movie. We're just phenomenal. It's yeah. Just, now, now, wasn't she a founding member of the National Rifle Association? That wasn't portrayed, and I don't know that for sure. But I got to tell you, the whole focus of uh, the whole focus on the right to bear arms for self defense. She yeah. picks up a gun and she uses it and she carries it. Yeah, right. And it's pivotal. Was it was it a long gun or a pistol? Pistol. Both. Both yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, oh pistol yeah. pack and well, rifle pack know, and mama. <laughs> I didn't know that she led a company in the Civil War. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah, it's, I I I think I vaguely heard something about that, but I didn't get a lot of detail. What all of the uh portrayals that I've ever seen is is her with a pistol in her belt. Yeah. Or either a pistol in her hand. Yeah. <laughs> so pistol <laughs> so, pack and mama. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sir, yeah. A rifle pack and mama. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, you see her with an AK AR15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But see, the thing is She'd that, be in hog heaven. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that, that that bondage and that slavery comes in with the idea that I, I've uh, heard people on, on other radio stations uh-huh. and other television stations say how proud of the fact that their, their parents told them to never touch a gun, never, uh, never have a gun in your house and all of that. Yeah. And I'm that's saying, nonsense. my goodness, you're proud of that? Yeah. That's well. nonsense. You know, that's, it's, it is well pointed out in this movie. And, and she is not, don't get me wrong, it's, it's wonderful. She acts in the prophetic, okay? She is a Christian woman. She's a godly woman. She's not some uh, uh, agitator, rebel-type, uh, yeah. uh, godless woman. It's not that at all. And she has an opportunity to kill someone, and she doesn't. Yeah. And... You know what I'm saying? She's not a killer. She's not a. 
She's not bloodthirsty. She is a, a, a standard of how to fight for your liberty as a godly person. That's right. Uh, well, if, uh, if, 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 if enough people had yeah. decided to, uh, you know, basically walk away, what, what, could, what could be done? Well, there was a lot that could have been done, but the thing about it is, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, uh, the certain uncertainty of where your next meal is going to come from is a yeah. powerful, powerful yeah. uh, uh, piece of uh, action that will make mm-hmm. you do things that you don't really want to do. So that means that that uh, that there was a very, very, very tight uh, oh, it's uh, music. Uh, I had combination that went into keeping people yeah. in self uh, self bondage. Ed, great hearing from you. See you guys, thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks so for much. I'm gonna thanks, get out. Thanks for alerting us to this great film. And I'm gonna get out and see that movie. Thanks a lot, Ed. God and bless, folks, my friend. And folks, uh, we got about uh, 30 seconds here. We want to make a pitch again. This is a self funded enterprise here. Mm-hmm. And we could use your help. Absolutely. So we're going into a very important election season, and let's get together and fight these people. That's right. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135. Garden City, Michigan, 48135. No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your All-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. And we are back. And uh, again, we have to tell you that uh, it is such a, such a great, great uh, situation to have this hour that we can continue what the, the all-important information is that we... Uh, we that we want to give you out every week, but mm-hmm. again, we have to, we have to uh, tell you that uh, we're almost entirely uh, dependent on uh, the the uh, generosity of uh, of <laughs> our of our listeners. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, we've got again, and, and this is why this is so so pertinent right now. What we're talking about is because, as I mentioned in these in my prior remarks, this is this situation right now. It's more than just about what takes place in next November or the uh, ensuing four years or after that. What's going on right now is an attack, an assault, not just on a man, but upon an institution, just like all the other institutions of this country are constantly under assault. You know, we've got 
You know, political correctness is running rampant. You got, for crying out loud, Chick-fil-A just got their portable, uh, 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 whatever you call it, lunch wagon, yeah. kicked off the campus of the University of Oregon because a, a few little snowflakes were triggered by the fact that, uh, you know, this, this, uh, this, this uh, business was out there, you know, doing business. And, you know, oh, well, they're homophobic and all. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're Christian. Yeah. So Christians are automatically, and that's another thing where you know where Christians are being singled out. Yeah, we're being persecuted. We're not being beheaded or anything like that. But there's other forms of persecution. Well, it it <coughs> it it uh, it's doing exactly uh-huh. what they are doing to the president. Yeah. They are assassinating his character. They they make it so. If they can do it to him, they can do it to any yes, one of you exactly out there. Exactly right. The most powerful man on the planet. Has been been muzzled. Uh-huh. I mean, every time he, you know, says something, uh, you know, they make it to mean what they want it to mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it get and the example is that I have to keep going back yeah. to what the the biggest uh, hit to his uh, 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 character was when they came and held this this sound bite. Yeah. When he was uh, on the, some uh, project, uh, uh, was he uh, was it not TMZ, but it, it yeah. was yeah TMZ, yeah TMZ uh, video, yeah, yeah, and and then they waited until the outcome <clears throat> of the election, mm-hmm. and then they spring this thing after he wins the election. They spring this to prove that this man hates women, just like he hates. Of minorities, just yeah. like he hates everybody. Yeah, I mean it's just yeah. insane what these people have done to the character. And, and you never and heard put my never finger, heard anybody say anything, anything at all about his about his character until he ran for president. Yeah, and now you got people running around who won't <clears throat> even call the man by his name, yeah. President Trump. They yeah. want to call him Forty Five. Yeah, and all of this. Look, we have went through this in our background mm-hmm. <clears throat> in this country where people call people of my color by names that uh that they didn't you know didn't mean them any uh mm-hmm. uh of the respect yeah. things like boy things like uh who you know we uh, we know the terms right and now today we see <clears throat> black americans or so-called African Americans, mm-hmm. every chance they get, they they deny the president the respect of being called president of the United States. The yeah. first thing they say is he's not my president. Well, you're you're you you only have one vote. Yeah, and and your vote did not count enough to stop this man from attaining the office. Well, being a Catholic, you know, we've got this we got this Pope Pope Francis who is. Uh, an out-and-out socialist. Um, he's actually hosted pagan uh, worship rites within, within the walls of the Vatican. And no, he's not my pope. I had nothing to say about it. Mm-hmm. You know, being a Catholic. You know, but you know, this guy is a uh, this guy's bad news. But you're not going to call him uh, no. The, the, what is it? The, <clears throat> the 18th Pontiff or whatever. I, I you're not going to call, call him all. Pontiff I, 18. I you don't call, call him the I don't, Pope. I don't, I don't call him anything. I just I just ignore him. <laughs> No, I don't ignore him. That's that's. The but the thing is that the <coughs> ca- character assassination yeah. is what they've done to this man, mm-hmm. and uh, the only reason why, and Lord knows, keep praying because you've seen what 
uh, the the announcement the other day about ISIS. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we don't even want to even discuss this. But but the thing is that we've been penetrated in our intelligence agencies. Yeah. And we well, better be very, very careful about well, how. Well, care is embedded in the yeah. White House. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, uh, the unindicted co-conspirator in the Holy Land, Holy Land Foundation, uh, 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 an organization who's one of, of, of whom, of which one member ran for governor of Michigan, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the last election, um, being a member of the Muslim Student Association. If you look at the uh, explanatory memorandum of the uh, Muslim Brotherhood, their plan to take over America, you can certainly go online and read that. It is absolutely chilling. It's an entire blueprint, yeah. you know. And we're under a, a, under siege not only from uh, not so much from without. Obviously, we know why we have external threats, but the internal threats are even more dangerous. Yeah. That is why a program like this has to be on the air every weekend, every Saturday from 8 to 10 in order to bring folks the information that they need to be able to make the right choices Come November, because we're less than around 350 days now out yeah. from the general election, and uh, there is an, a concentrated effort on the behalf of the media, yeah, to to form this and shape this election in the direction that they want it to go. Look at look at we it look are, at it look at it this way: uh, there is only one live, real time conservative talk show on Saturday mornings from eight to ten. I mean, uh, the other station has taken all that programming off. Yeah, this. Station here, thanks to Theron and his uh, and and his uh, staff and, and his staff, yeah. yep, and uh, and yep. people like Der- Derek, and people on the like other Derek, side. our man Derek. Uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't be we'd be in the dark here groping around. Yeah, well, oh, but, we better get to these phones because yeah. we're lit up, uh, folks. Uh, we're we're gonna have to uh, try to get get through this this particular half an hour. In a, in a little manner, because I do need to get to our agenda. So right. we're going to uh, do a little thing with the uh, with the time. So good morning, uh, Elizabeth from Troy. Good morning, Elizabeth. How are you, my dear? She No Safe Spaces movie. Yeah. Good you, morning, yeah. Elizabeth. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you see the movie? I haven't yet. I haven't okay. yet, but I've, I've read and, some and of these reviews, these so-called reviews, and they are full of profanity and vulgarity. Right. And yet, like well, like, ev- like every other word's got to be blacked out. <laughs> we we should expect that because, I know. you know, the liberal media. So just so you know, mm-hmm. it's not playing in Michigan. It isn't. Why that not? That is correct. And I, I was the number seventh donor when it first, Started, which was several years ago. It actually has been in the planning stages. They started production two years ago, uh-huh. but it was in the planning stages long before that. At any rate, it's not playing in Michigan. I messaged um, the Facebook people, yeah. and I got a response. It might never play in Michigan, just so you know. Huh. Good so it, it, it's playing, and, and it's not even, I don't think it's even in Ohio or anywhere nearby. So what, did, what's the alternative? What, it, can you pick it up on the Internet or pick it up? Not yet. Not yeah. yet, because uh. it's, still, it's, oh, it's still in theaters. Yeah. And according to the message that I got back from the Facebook page, they haven't determined quite yet. You know, it depends on... What happens in the uh, in the states where it is pl- playing? Uh-huh. So 
hopefully it will come to Michigan. Okay. You know, once it's once it's through the theaters, then they'll offer it for sale. Uh huh. Well, maybe and, that that might be a, pro- a project that somebody, uh, some enterprising young person, might want yeah, to try to get in young, An enterprising young lady like yourself, Liz? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I have no. There's no. There's no possibility of anything like that. So. If, if people are interested, go to their Facebook page, mm-hmm. the No Safe Spaces Facebook page, and ask them to bring it here. That's the only way that it's ever going to get to Michigan. No. And, you know, it, 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 it's hard to know whether it will. But uh, well, now, now is, is, this, is this a decision on the part of the producers not to air it here, or is it the, on, on, the, on the theaters? Because, you know, they've, we've seen the, uh, the two no, Dinesh D'Souza. You know, it, it, it depends on them. You know, you can, you can get your movie in any theater you want if yeah. you're willing to pay the price. It's, yeah. just like, it's just like getting on the air. Uh-huh. You know, you, you, you can be de- denied because of your conservatism. Uh-huh. And um, so go to, the, go to the Facebook page and talk to them. Oh, my Because I've been, I've been doing that on the Facebook page. Uh-huh. I was intending to see it a week or so ago, and I started looking to see where it was playing in Michigan. And before I called, I made sure that I went everywhere to see if it was playing and it isn't yet so yeah, not yet okay. well yes. i certainly appreciate you letting us know yeah, that. Well, yeah maybe, thank you maybe we thank can, you very uh, much maybe we can get something mounted here in in, in the meantime <laughs> thanks a lot so right. much for you thank right. you elizabeth yep, thank yep. you thank okay. you for everything you do my dear okay thanks bye okay we'll right, talk to you now. later bye-bye yeah, let's get in uh with ken uh ken good morning <laughs> morning ken well, the reason I'm calling is I listen to you and your uh, callers. I listen to the program. It makes me sad that you guys have lost the big picture. And what I mean about this is this. Now, I haven't held back the fact that I'm a Christian and no. a very strong Bible-believing Christian. Right. And I ask you, when you get a chance, reread... Psalm 23 and Psalm 46. Um, Psalm 23, just the very beginning. The Lord is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. I shall not want. We have to keep in mind something that's very important. What the Bible tells us. The war here on earth, and I know a lot of Christians that just won't accept this. The war here on earth, we do lose, but we do we do win the, the final battle. Now, there's nothing wrong with fighting against the Democrats, but the reality is we lose the war on earth, but we shouldn't get stressed out. We shouldn't be... Driven insane with worry. We've got to keep focused. The Lord is my shepherd. There's nothing that can separate me from him. And the Democrats are not in control of the world. The Republicans are not in control of the world. Christ is in control of the world. But don't... uh... I have... Wait. One last point. 
a very important Bible passage or reference where it describes the reality that the heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. So our Lord is in control of everything. So people, don't get stressed out. Put your trust in God, and we shall be okay. And remember that the Lord helps those who help themselves, right? <laughs> yes. We're okay. But, All right. But we, we have we to know. keep I know. in I mind, though. I know. I the back of the book. We win. I know. But we still have to fight. We have to fight while but, we're here. Well, Ken, I appreciate you. I appreciate and I do you, appreciate uh, that, yeah. Yeah, uh, bringing that to our attention. And uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we, we, we'll continue to take that in under advisement. And uh, but I just want to make one comment. I'm gonna fight these suckers till the day I die. That's right. So thanks a lot for your call, Ken. We're gonna go to. Thank you, Ken. Keep listening, my man. Uh, we're gonna go to line three, and uh, we're gonna get uh, a little bit of maybe a, a little doom and gloom away and uh, put on <laughs> some optimism. Good morning, Milt. How you doing this? Milt, morning? how you doing, my friend? Yeah, good morning, Bruce. How's both of you doing? Thank you. Good, good, thank you. Yeah, you know, uh, Bruce said some very uh, profound things this morning in his uh, opening uh, comments, I should say. Maybe not opening, but in his comments. And, uh, you know, uh, I, uh, as I stated in my commentary, and he also mentioned something about the Constitution, that's the bedrock that we need. I yeah. mean, if we lose that, if we lose that state stability within that Constitution, we're in, we're in for a great defeat because these people are secularists. They don't believe in God, you understand? And God is anathema to these people. And if you notice that uh, everything that they do is based around secularism, more or less, like this global warming nonsense, mm -hmm. they, they never tell you that we talk to God and ask him about his weather. You ever say that? No. <laughs> They're the one who has the solution. That's a secularist solution. That's communism. That's fascism. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we have to take these people on for who they are. And if you look at them, Phil and, and Bruce, these people are, uh, have to have victims, okay? Yeah. Now, Carla called in, and he mentioned about this movie about Harriet Tubman. I haven't seen it, but I intend to see it. But I'm wondering to myself, before I see it, do they mention the Democrats in there? Do they assign the blame of her problem to the Democrats? And most of the time, they don't. They give you these movies about black people, and they plight, but they never attach it to the Democrats. Yeah. And I'm saying that's what we have to start doing. As I stated last week when I called in, the voters get a pass. If you got corrupt politicians in office, if you got uh, uh, people in office who are, are sinister or evil, they didn't get there, most of them, by themselves. They got voted in by somebody. Yeah. And if those somebody's vote them in, even <laughs> no unknowingly, they are aiding and abetting. Well, Is that uh, Milt, that point that you're making about the, the people vote these people in, you go right down the line and look at the tenure that most Democrats have held. Mm -hmm. John Conyers, yes. 55 years in office. John Dingell, a hundred years, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, nobody in all of that time held them responsible for some of the worst legislation that has ever been passed. That's right. And how and how did they keep going back unless the voters put them there? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We as we go into the 2020, and we got to get Trump back in there. 
God willing. You understand? We must start assigning blame to the voters. You understand? These politicians are not there just uh, by themselves. They didn't just walk in and say, I want to be a, a Tlaib yes. uh, and, and the 13th District or Omar or right. this other t- Taliban woman, you understand, mm-hmm. who's that, or, or Olive Oil, as I call her, or what's it, Cortez, whatever her name yeah. is. Yeah, let's not, leave, and let's not forget in. Presley, so we too. We have to hold the voter accountable, too. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? It's the voter who uh, is the transportation for these people. Mm-hmm. And so how far removed can you be from them, the corrupt politician or the politicians who hate this country and fighting <laughs> against Trump, than, than the ones you put in the office? Because I, have not, I haven't had nobody to tell me why the Democrats dislike uh, uh, Trump, except for the, for the fact that he tells more truth than they want to have. Mm-hmm. And they are, if you look at the Democrats, they are they are humanoids in terms of their DNA. They are doing exactly what they're supposed to do because that's who they are. And when you look at it, Bruce and Phil, mm-hmm. how is it that we give all the other animals in, in the world uh, a pass when we look at their behavior, but we don't do the same thing to human beings? We give them an escape uh, a pass and say, in other words, predictable. Mm-hmm. These people are predictable. That's the reason why I find it uh, amusing to see how people are shocked or surprised at what the Democrats do. They do what they do because that's who they are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, it's, it's just as simple as that. I mean, you know. And, and they, they do what they do, Milt, because they can get away with it. Yes, that's Nobody they holds but, but they them get away with it, Phil, because we, and I put myself in there, although I'm not, yeah. but I just say that uh, the people who allow them to get away with it, like I say, this movie's about Harriet Tubman. Do they put the blame on the Democrats? No. When we talk about racism, do they put the blame on the Democrats? And, do, and, and if you go back to the Bible, you understand, when, when, when uh, they said, uh, give us Barabbas, we have that same type of attitude today. You name me, what has Trump done that's so bad that you would want somebody who want to kill babies, mm-hmm. somebody who tell you want your little kids to be taught that they can change their gender, they want to cut out a woman's uh, 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 um, uh, reproductive parts, and say, that they want you to believe you know, saying, that you can do it on God. You are dealing with evil people, Phil and, and Bruce, and if we sit on the sideline and don't activate ourselves to see that, you know, they've been in office for three years, the Democrats, be getting paid, mm-hmm. and tell me, I'm asking you and Phil, uh, uh, Bruce and Phil, tell me what have they done in three years in terms of legislation? They, well, they, 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 they've done huh? nothing. They've been fixated on this uh, on this sham impeachment thing. And if exactly. these and if these three witnesses, Phil or uh, Milt, if mm-hmm. these three witnesses are any indication, they can't point to a single thing that the president has done wrong. Just okay. Like and, and the thing is, you know, and anyway, so so and, field, and so I mean, what, uh, Bruce. And, you can't find what is not there. Right, right. And the thing is, was being lost in all this, and I'm surprised that Jordan and uh, uh, Stefanik and, and, and these other uh, Republicans have not brought up the fact that we have a treaty with Ukraine that was signed into law in 1999 by Bill Clinton that requires the United States and uh, Ukraine to to act mutually, lend their mutual assistance in, in in criminal matters. And what's been going on with Ukraine is, and unless unless if I'm not mistaken, that corruption is no longer a criminal matter. 
Well, you know what, Bruce? See, here's another thing that we have to look at. The narrative that has been put out there. Mm-hmm. I could care less about Ukraine and be Ukraine and any other kind of crane. <laughs> I'm concerned about this southern border. Me I'm too. I'm concerned about these people that's coming in, these legal immigrants coming in here, uh, 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 committing crimes and taking up space and taking away jobs. I'm concerned about the United States of yep. America. Ukraine, uh, there's a whole lot of countries we could be concerned that's about. That's true. Haiti. That's Guatemala, absolutely true. A lot of places. But what I'm saying, the Democrats... What, when Russia went into uh, uh, took a Crimea, Crimea from uh, Ukraine, the Democrats didn't do anything. No, they Ukraine didn't. Ukraine was not even a concern of theirs. They're only concerned because they have to have victims. They are political vampires. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And so parasites. Here, well, but we need. We don't need to buy into that narrative. We need to say, wait a minute. We're going to bring. We're going to reactivate the Tea Party. We're going to activate uh, the other patriots. This is the time that the tribes men so. We have to come to the aid of this country because these varmints, uh, vermins, are sincere. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? They are sincere. And they, they, and they have made the de- declaration, Milt. They have declared themselves an enemy of the state by, they, by, exactly. by saying that they are the resistance. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, and see, we are still fighting these people. See, they're not brand new. If no. you look back through the so-called civil rights movement and way back in the slavery, all they did was change their uniforms. That's right. Then, but they the are Brooks the Brothers same suit people. And the white tie, red yeah. tie. Well, you know, it's like the, the like like Antifa. You know, the, in the 1930s, they were running around in brown shirts, and in the in the, right. in the, in the, in the 2010s, the 20 uh, 20-teens, they're running around in, in black, just like the fascists that they are. Exactly, Bruce. You're exactly right. And what I want to leave with you with this. Let's not let them get away with this disguise that they are some kind of human being concerned about kids and women and all that. They are predators. They are only concerned about victimology and who they can victimize to get power. And we have to support this president. I'm sincere about that. We must. And like I say, the Constitution was not meant for everybody. No. And then still, you got these people running around here talking about my constitutional right. My dog got constitutional <laughs> rights and all that kind of <laughs> No, the Constitution was written for a certain type of people, and we must start amplifying that. So look here, uh, gentlemen. I appreciate the time, and I hope somebody got something out of these logical thoughts I put out there this morning <laughs> because it is sincere. Uh, we're in a war. You did a great job, yes, my friend. We have got to win it, Milt. Okay, okay. we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, my friend. Take care. Okay, take care. Bless. Folks, I know you hear the music. Uh, we got one half an hour left, and if you'd like to join that conversation, the number is 734-822-1600, and yeah. we will take your call and put you on there. Yeah, I don't know why... You're listening to the Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Thanks to President Trump, black and Hispanic unemployment is lower than ever before. So why aren't white liberals happy about that bit of good news? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards, 
On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, for decades all the way back to the 1960s, liberal-slash-leftist white Americans have sought to make sure that black Americans understood it is the liberal-slash-leftist Democrats who care so much about black Americans and know what's best for them. Yet, the leftist policies of Democrat liberal leftists have literally destroyed the quality of life in every city and state where they dominate the political and education process. White leftist liberals told black Americans they would fight to improve their quality of life, but the opposite has occurred. So along came President Trump, who enacted policies that availed much more than just promises. In fact, more jobs than ever before for black and Hispanic Americans. And now the leftist whites who promised black Americans everything but delivered only misery are on a mad mission to impeach 45 and destroy America from within. Mm, mm, mm. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.talkspot.com for news updates and other great stuff. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Uh, and we are back. And uh, real quickly, uh, you have the the agreement. Yeah. What is that? Uh, this is the uh, treaty between the United States of America and Ukraine on mutual assistance in criminal matters. Okay, this is a, uh, this is a treaty which was entered into... Uh, between the United States and Ukraine, and uh, there are other versions of it with other countries, Britain, uh, Australia, just to name a few. But it requires these countries, the United States and Ukraine, to cooperate, to lend a mutual assistance, which means, you know, we help you, you help us, in investigating any matters of a criminal nature that take place within the two countries that are, uh, that are in question here. And it... it Criminal matters means criminal matters, all criminal matters, anything from drug running and murder to bribery, extortion, corruption. And this was signed into law. It was, it was submitted during the Clinton administration in 1998 and later signed into law in 1999. And what I was saying before the break is, and, that, and you can go look it up online. Uh, you can even print it out. It's a, it's a fairly uh, lengthy document, but it's, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, but not a lot of text involved, yeah. a lot of pages. But it's not a something lot that the Republican <clears throat> Party uh-huh. ought to bring forth and hold up. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, any other document that says mm-hmm. this is what we ought to be looking at and yep. this is what we ought to be operating yeah. out of. Not some cobbled together star chamber mm-hmm. that shifty shift has put together. So, you know, they're, and, and they're talking about a quid pro quo, quid, quid pro quo. This could be a, considered a quid pro quo. Yeah. You help us, we help you. Yeah. Okay. Now, under the Constitution, the President of the United States is, is, is his responsibility, not the Attorney General. The Attorney General is not the top law enforcement officer in the country. Under the Constitution, the President of the United States is, is charged with seeing that the laws of the country are faithfully executed. executed. And since this, was, uh, this became law in 1999, the President of the United States has to follow the law, follow it where it leads. Okay? And we've known for years, that uh, even after the breakup of the Soviet Union, that, the, uh, that Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries on the face of the earth. Zelensky was, was, uh, Zelensky was elected to, uh, first of all, to uh, settle the issue with the Russians and then also to go after these corrupt officials. Now, here's Joe Biden. He goes over there, and, and he basically 
Well, he's uh, the blackmails or extorts. But he's the yeah. front man. He's the point. He's committed man. a crime, and he yeah. admitted it. But yeah, and he's the point man. Yeah. for the uh, the Obama administration. Right. He's the vice president of the United States. Mm-hmm. He is the one that said, "Son of a b." Mm-hmm. I got them to fire the prosecutor. Yeah. Now, the thing here is. Mm-hmm. Shift mm-hmm. in order to 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 make this some kind of a crime, he assassinates President Trump's character, a character to the point where he's turned him into a a, a drug dealer or mm-hmm. a mob boss. Yeah, uh, and 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 it's all over the place because what they say is that Trump is a a businessman who mm. is is uh is it practice it has shady practice yeah. methods. And that he yeah. when he says something, the implication means more than his actual words. Right. So what he's saying is that when <laughs> President Trump mm-hmm. says to uh the president of Ukraine mm-hmm. that uh do me a favor, he didn't mean what he said, he meant that he wanted him to go dig up some dirt. Dig up some dirt well, on where is that a, uh, where is digging up dirt Isn't on Isn't that somebody? called opposition research? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but, but digging up dirt, what is it, what is it that makes it dirt? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 uh, so what I'm saying to you is that how can you take, a statement and turn it into what you want it to mean. Yeah. So if, if what he's asking the president to do is investigate uh-huh. and find out whether or not and the they, money that they are sending that is taxpayer money that yeah. he is responsible for making sure that the, the that it, it is being spent on what it's supposed to be spent yeah, on. Yeah, not, not going to line some oligarch's yeah. pockets. You know, that's his, so that is now, making if, sure that the he, laws if, are faithfully executed. If he if it investigates, if, they, if I would do an investigation mm-hmm. and I find out that a person that is not qualified to do the job, yeah. that doesn't know anything about the, the, the customs and the language of the country, mm-hmm. a foreign country, and we find out this man is being paid excessive amounts of money. From one uh, one uh, report, it was fifty thousand dollars. I heard eighty thousand, and as high as eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and and so a month, a month for what three years or something yeah. like that. So now, of course, he now resigned from the board. Now, now would is that dirt? Is no, that it's, it's the truth? Dirt? It's the truth. So this is what I'm saying. Here, a a a a, a person that is a head yeah. of a uh, committee, a very very powerful committee that can bring the president of the United the States, States in down. and say anything about it, and he cannot defend himself. Yeah. And even the people that are assigned to defend the actions of the president are being. I mean, hamstrung. They can't mount any kind of defense they because at every turn, the, 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 the head of the committee yep. is silencing them. And he's setting the rules, yeah. Yeah. And he's setting the rules. And exactly, look what he did to and uh, you look and what he did I, to Sissipanik yesterday. You and I are forced to sit by and watch this 
this melodrama. Yeah, do we have that uh, him cut? Uh, have him cutting uh, Stefanik off? Do we have that uh, that little that little soundbite? I, uh, Dad, you, do you have that? Okay, we're gonna do that. Yeah, and then we'll get to uh, yeah, get to our got, call, we'll get her to our lines. Yeah, we got another line here. Uh, we got we we'll get okay. to him. Uh, would you do that? Uh, uh, play up uh, that for us, Derek. I mean, I have a parliamentary inquiry. Um, the gentleman is not recognized. I do want to comment, uh, and Mr. I allow... Chairman, I have a point of order under HRS 660. The gentleman will state her point of order. Uh, the point of order is, will the chairman continue to prohibit witnesses from answering Republican questions as you've done in closed hearings and as you did this week when you interrupted proper, our questions? That is not a proper point of order. The gentleman will, sus will suspend. Mr. Speaker, chairman, I have a, I do, Mr. Chairman, I have a... Uh, yeah. The gentleman is not recognized. Mr. Chairman, I have a point of order. The gentleman is not recognized. I have a point of order, though. The gentleman is not recognized. Now I didn't know that Adam. I didn't know that Adam Schiff rewrote, rewrote Robert's Rules of Order. Yes, <laughs> is, this, is this Adam's Rules of Order? Yeah, Derek. Uh, I want to thank you for thanks a lot for getting that, that because that 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 sets the stage to figure out one thing. This is an idiot that is in charge of uh, of destroying a president. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he's being done with the uh, the the approval. Of the Speaker of the House to allow this kind of nonsense to go on. Well, I heard, what I heard was the reason that they're that they're doing this in the Intelligence Com Intel Committee instead of the Judiciary is that Nadler is so inept and so bumbling, you know, that he probably would have done a worse job than Schiff is doing, if that's possible. Well, uh, the, the the real reason why it's being done is that they can go down into the into that, the, into the shift, yeah, shift, the well, the skiff, yeah, room. skip room, shift and, skiff. <laughs> yeah, and go down in there and uh, and 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 uh, put all kind of testimony together. Yeah, and put it in, and then leak it to the to, to the, the media, press, yeah. and nobody says anything. But if a Republican comes out and says one thing, then they want to censor him. They want to they want to hold yeah. him in contempt yeah. of Congress and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah, and well, what what I would suggest that the uh, that the that the Republicans should do. It's just just do like the Democrats did a couple of years ago and hold their own hearings mm -hmm. and put the information out there. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't do that. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I'm, I'm I'm looking at Jim Jordan. I'm looking at Nunez. I'm looking at Radcliffe and this and this dynamite young lady. She's going places. Yeah. You know, she's. But I'm the, thinking it, to myself, it, where where are the Jim Jordans? Where are the Devin Nunez's? Yeah. Where are the uh, John Radcliffe's? In the Michigan delegation, right? You're we, exactly do right. Do we have any pit bulls? Do we have any any Republican who's got that? No, got, not, you don't have to be a, you, know what? You, you don't have to be a pit bull. I mean, in order know, uh, in order to 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 be Stefanik's got more cojones than uh, yeah. uh, uh, what uh, Amash. Yeah. Well, well, he's he's gone. Well, yeah. Thank God for that. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's go to uh, to our phones right quick because we are running and short. Yeah, on time. we got we're, uh, we're we're going to go to Gary on line one. Good morning, Gary. Hey, Gary, how you doing today? Go blue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, let me uh, ask you guys a question. Uh, I'm I'm not going to claim to be 100% right on this, but uh, let's say it's Judgment Day and you're standing there and you're expecting to be in the Book of Life, but the book is thrown open and you're not there. Mm. And God says, um, when uh, it was your turn to fight for me, you didn't. Yeah, you yeah. stood by, sat on your laurels, and allowed the Democrats to sweep over your land, 
and cause pain and destruction to the children, to murder the children, mm-hmm. to cause dysphoria to the children. Why didn't if you lived and breathed by my commandments and, and the scripture, why didn't you tie a millstone around you and throw yourself in the sea? Um, you say, Lord, Lord, to me now, and I do not know you. Now, these are things that are in the Scripture. And what's also in Scripture is nobody knows when Judgment Day comes, only the Father. Yes. So you thought I was going to come in your lifetime, and so you thought you could just sit around and watch mm-hmm. all the destruction. I came 150 years later, so you consigned generations to pain and suffering because you did not fight for me. You yes. did not put on the armor of God and fight for me on a daily basis, even if it meant voting Republican, who are 75% corrupt, sure. But they're the pro-life and they're pro-American, and they're the best thing we have going yes. for us. Yes. Well, right back at you, my friend. You are you are you are as as you are as as, as uh, dynamic a fighter as I as I think I've been in a long time. I'm glad to line up with you. Oh yeah, I'm just like you, Ron and and uh, Milt. And I'll tell you what, I'm glad you guys are on our side. <laughs> Thanks so much, <laughs> Gary. Right, take right. care. You have a, have a great it. weekend. God you bless made, my you friend. You made my day this morning. Okay. See you All guys right. Later. Go blue. Thank you. <laughs> Thirty-one to ten, baby. No, no, just kidding. We we are we're going to go to line two, and we have wow on the air this morning. Penny Crider, Michigan House of Representatives candidate in the nineteenth district. Welcome to the Abolitionist Roundtable. Good Michigan. morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? We're uh, we're 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 cranking, I think. <laughs> well, you are. I'm enjoying the program. Well, thank you. Uh, I just I wanted to take the opportunity to introduce myself. Um, I am running for Livonia's uh, 19th district. Mm-hmm. We need a fighter right now. We lost um, that seat to a Democrat, yeah. and we know that you're not fighting against that individual. Mm-hmm. You're fighting against the whole party. And oh what yes, they stand yeah. For. yeah. So I'm echoing what the gentleman just said. We need a strong pro-lifer. Yes. We need somebody who's going to fight for our president. What is your take on uh, the uh, the hearings so far? What do you think of them? Uh, do you think uh, these uh, witnesses were credible and compelling, or uh, are they full of beans? <laughs> it's a circus. Like everybody else is talking about, it's a circus. Yeah. What we've got here right now is we've got people that have been in those positions mm-hmm. for years. They think they run the show. Yeah. They think that this is a part-time position for the president, and they don't have to follow what this man says. Mm-hmm. They, they have made up their minds that they're going to do what they want to do, and their feelings are hurt because our president has made the decision that he's not listening to the old garb. Yeah. Well, that yeah, he is going to put the right people in position that are going to fight for the people of this country. Well, you know, it re- reminds me kind of like uh, when uh, our, our president was campaigning in the black community, and he simply he said, asked him a simple question: "What the hell have you got to lose?" Yeah, right. I mean, exactly. look at look at exactly. look at look at we the, we yeah. have seen their perform- performance. We've seen it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We've seen it oh, in uh, Detroit. Yeah. We've seen it across this country, and what they touch dies. Yeah, well, Dennis And that Prager, includes our children in the womb. Well, Dennis Prager said that whatever the left touches it destroys and you know, it's exactly. it, it, it's like it you know, uh this is like a, a, a locust infestation. You know, where they 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 come, they they swarm over an area, they denude it of all the vegetation and all the food and then they move on to the next target. Right. And and they leave devastation in 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 their wake. 
And I've lived in the Detroit area now for almost my entire adult life, almost my entire life, with a, you know, a few years off in Pennsylvania and Florida. And I've heard these promises since the early 1960s that, yeah, we're going to clean up Detroit. We're going to you know, make it a better city that, and, and make it safer and all that. And nothing gets done. And it's because well, the of the leadership that you have in, in the city county. In yeah. And, and it's because of the leadership you have in the city county. Exactly. Building. Detroit, has not, Detroit has not had a, a, a Republican mayor since 1962. I was 10 years old at the time. Right. Uh, and with, look at what that's gotten us. I know. How, uh, how is the campaign going? Well, um, I'm just getting started. Good. And um, I, uh, we just, I am actually the uh, vice chair of the Wayne 11th here. Okay. And uh-huh. we just put a phenomenal gala, um, oh. ladies in red gala on. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. When the red hats? It, it went phenomenal. Everybody's still talking about it. Wow. Um, and we made a little bit of money to help our candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, when they announced me as vice chair and I had um, information about my campaign up on the board, uh, the room erupted. So I have a very good following well, from good. both well, um both ends of the spectrum. So, so what uh, uh, is there, um, where are you in the campaign? Uh, is there, uh, are you on a, uh, uh, to get signatures to get on? How is that coming? Is uh, I'm not messing around with that. I am going to knock doors to um, continue to introduce yeah. myself to the people in my district. Yeah. But I went ahead and paid that $100 because I don't want any shenanigans. Yeah. Um, I've done some, uh, research, you know, operation research um, on my candidate or my opponent, excuse me, from the other side. And um, they are working in tandem with a group that's called the Guerrilla Politics. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's uh, her name is on there. They go to all the events. They sign people up. Mm. They're about character assassination. Mm -hmm. They're about nonstop beat up until you can't get off the floor again. And uh, so I I don't want to mess with that. So I paid the $100 to make sure that I'm on that ballot. And now I move forward and I get the job done. Uh, Now, do you uh, have any uh, upcoming events where people uh, can uh, get to know you, get to to, uh, maybe even walk through? I will be, um, my website is going to be Penny Kreider for State Rep Mm -hmm. uh, 19th. Um, they can also call me uh, on my cell phone, mm-hmm. um, 734-679-7757. We're going to be putting together different events. But right now, mm-hmm. if you want to make a donation, you can give me a call, and I'll get you um, connected with all of that. We're getting ready. We're putting our website together Very good. so they can make donations. So, Now, is this your first, uh, your first turn? Uh, at this the- is my my first time running for yeah. a office like this. Yeah. Um, again, I'm, I'm vice chair for the Wayne 11th, uh-huh. um, and uh, that's going extremely well. Oh, good. Uh, but it's not my first rodeo yeah. going yeah. through campaigns. I well, used to work for Senator Colbeck um, as his district manager, so I survived that. That's um, the guy. As, as Pardon? That's the guy. That's the guy that we need in Washington yep. to, you know, a Absolutely. fighter like Jim Jordan, like uh, uh, Elise Stefanik, and then I, I thought, I thought what she did was really outstanding yesterday. This, this woman, uh, Penny, I think, is really going places in the future. I do too. I was quite impressed with her, and I'll tell you, I'll be yeah. keeping my eye on her and trying to help her out as well. Well, but um, yeah, we've got. Uh, 
Um, my husband's run a couple of times, so I have some experience in this, and so I'm I'm going to be a fighter, and I'm going to be a force to. Well, this radio station is uh, is 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 a very very good tool for you. So whenever you have anything, you yeah, can let any us up, know. any updates, any uh, uh, bulletins or things that we need to know about, uh, please uh, call us. And I appreciate it because I want to do this. I want to be there for the people. I'm tired of what we've got there now. She's only been there a few months. But it, she represents the Democrat uh, yeah. platform, and that is not acceptable in my neighborhood. That, well, it's not acceptable in, in my, my neighborhood too, and I don't even live in her district. Uh, I'm I'm more concerned with uh, Brenda Lawrence. You know that that woman yeah. is uh, yeah she's she's a uh, you know she's just another one of these you know uh, uh, entrenched um, you know career politicians. Yep. I don't think she's worked exactly. a day in the private sector in her entire life. I don't think exactly. she's ever signed the front of a paycheck. I know she's probably signed the back of a lot of them. But <laughs> you know. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and, uh, well and, thank you very much, gentlemen. I appreciate the time to be on your station well, and thank you. myself. And, and do not uh, again, be a stranger. Do not be a stranger. Out, and, and, any and, crater. And, pass, and pass the word about the broadcast and, uh, because... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Will okay. do. Okay, quid pro quo here. I'm looking looking forward to meeting you. I I really appreciate you calling us this morning. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, and have a lovely weekend. You too. Take care. Stay warm. God bless. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, great. Yes. That sounds like uh, uh, a fighter in training. I I hope so, you know. Adrian. So, you know the the that is uh, the thing that uh, that needs to be understood. That uh, that made my the, day. The old mind made my day. You, yeah. Thank you, Penny. That made our day. Yeah. And and so, um, like you said, we need that yep. in Michigan. We uh-huh. need Michigan to step forward, but we also need those people that are willing to step forward to know that they've got the backing. Yeah. And we need to get out there and show that uh, we are not going to be silenced mm-hmm. by the media, the mainstream media, yeah. this, because you and I know how very well the media can ignore yeah. the obvious. Yeah, and, and, and real quick before we wrap up here, yeah. this is where the... Uh, where you're seeing Trump is being attacked for sending out these tweets. Yeah. Okay. His tweets are unfiltered, straight from the heart. Yeah. Okay. And 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 the head too. Yeah. And they are his running commentary on, you know, the the passing scene here. And they hated it when Reagan would uh, get on TV, go over the heads of Congress and the Senate, and go straight to the American people when he believed that they needed to hear it. And imagine what Ronald Reagan could have done with social media. Yeah. Well, and, I guess that's the center of this and, broadcast today. Huh? And, and uh, uh, his ability to go over the heads of people is backed up by his yeah. performance. Right. That's what's doing it. He's performing. He's got the economy of performance. Well, He's thanks a lot, everybody. It's been a great broadcast today. I'll tell you what, that uh, those two hours went by fast. Yes. And uh, send those donations to post office box three. One one One, three five, five, Garden City, Michigan four eight one three five. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, for calling, and lending your input. Uh, God bless you. Have a great week, and I'll uh, see you uh, in a couple weeks. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk sixteen hundred listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box one thirty five, Garden City, Michigan four eight one three five.